You're listening to Gwen's Girl, a conversational podcast where individuals of parental loss share their stories while hopefully encouraging others who are experiencing the same emotions know that they are not alone. On this episode of Gwen's Girl, I'll be talking to my sister, Keisha, and we will be discussing the impact that my mother's death has had in her life. And we'll also just be reminiscing on what we remember about mama. I want everyone to welcome my sister, Keisha, to Gwen's Girl for the very first time. Hi, Keisha Clyde. Hello, Latrice. I appreciate you being here today, and tonight we are really going to dive in right away to talk about how loss has affected you. So let's start off with you giving us the memory of um, Mama from your perspective. Uh, Let me see. So I remember love unconditionally. I remember uh, reprimanding. Of course, I remember whoopings. Yeah, <laughs> remember that time you got that whooping? Uh, thank you. And, uh, we do not have to go there. Do not go. Don't go there. <laughs> and Mama has to have Rafa come uh, chase you. But why did Rafa chase you? Uh, question. <laughs> wrong. Or when you made me get Don't a du- double whooping, <laughs> Miss Why? Wow. Mama, she said she gonna tell daddy. She like, oh well, tell him this and beat me all the way in the back of the closet. But yeah, you thank you for that one. Did you say the closet? Yes, Hilarious. that like walk-in closet, I can do it here, right? Okay, right. Yeah, she beat me all the way back in there. I remember like it was like a couple of minutes ago. Literally beat you to the back. So did, so <laughs> did, but it's, it was all love. <laughs> well, and it taught me, to, yeah. and it taught me to beat my kid. But um, you are yeah, <laughs> and that you do well. Praise I got. But <laughs> yeah, but um, yeah, I remember all of that. I remember uh, always uh, putting family first. Uh, right. I remember we used to always go to Michigan mm-hmm. uh, for like little weekend trips. Mm-hmm. Uh, we always spent time with uh, Grandma Jenkins, right? And the family all the time. We used to have. I used to love when we had um, what was it Thanksgiving dinner over there all the right. time. Oh right. my God, eighty-seven fifty-one South Lumas. You had to say a Bible verse. Oh no. Oh yeah, that or well, grandma. Everybody had to pray before they leave. Exactly. But it, it was but now you appreciate now that you're older. You understand? So, so do I need to stop doing that right now? No, I ain't gonna. I ain't gonna say it's too late because it's never. It's never sure. late. But we Let's need implement to implement that. Yes, before we leave each other's house, a word of prayer. So, what do you remember know. about our youth? Um, let me see. I remember um, Mama Justice alike all the time. 
Yeah, we were I, I remember uh, braids and beads. <laughs> <laughs> I remember uh, with foil, with uh, foil Not on the band. end, foil. foil on the ends. I remember um, bunk beds. Mm-hmm. I remember old amazing Christmas. Oh, I still had that picture. Uh, we had the kitchen set. I said that. And then a drum set. And we yep. had uh, a dowhouse. house. And oh, you remember that the table with the um, like a brownish color chairs, like the small table? Yeah, it was like a kitchen table. Yeah, no, we had the bomb. We had the bomb, the bomb mm-hmm. all the time. Oh, you know what I remember? Amazing. Mm-hmm. Those old, the old white Christmas tree that spun around. Right. We had that for years. Forever. Yeah. And I, I mean, I wish I still could have it because that was, they don't even sell them like that no more. But yeah, we had amazing, amazing uh, rendering, mm-hmm. I'll say. And a lot of things that uh, Mama did, I see that myself incorporating, even though I was young, but mm-hmm. some stuff, like you said, you know, be down kids. <laughs> you so crazy. <laughs> of all you, the things. You incorporated into your life as you get older. But I think but, she taught us like family. Yeah. Despite how ill she was, you would have never known it if you didn't know her story. True. True. That she put family first above everything. Like she put daddy above any and everything. Right. But then she still had that love for her siblings, but she knew how to separate it. Right. Right. Yeah. So um, what I told the listeners before was that uh, my perspective from the daylight hit, um, the day that we knew something wasn't going quite the way we assumed it should go. Mm -hmm. So tell me your perspective of that day. So what I remember is uh, mama getting sick uh, at the car. And... Mm -hmm. uh, they rushed her to the hospital and then that's basically like from then she was in the hospital till death. So Mm -hmm. uh, I remember uh, I remember going up there and um, walking in the room and seeing her laying in the bed and I see her her eyes because she was hooked Mm -hmm. up to a machine and Mm -hmm. um, it was Uncle Gino was with me and uh, I like broke down and he was like, you want me to take her out? And she blinked her eyes. Mm -hmm. And so that was like the last time, that was the last time that, um, that I remember seeing her. But do you remember when we first got, when she first went to the hospital, she was alert? I don't remember that. Because she was arguing with him. Oh, no. Oh, my. Or oh, they were having conversation. Oh, my. But I remember that. And then, like, it it progressed the next week. And then I do remember um, that situation where she didn't want us to be in there. Because remember, they had to put gym shoes on her feet. 
Yeah, I remember that. I remember that. I remember that. Before the medical world came with those boots to get the blood flowing. Yeah, I remember that. But I don't remember the argument, praise God. But, uh, no. But do you uh, remember what happened, like, before the death? Like, in between? How the family uh, supported us? Um, I remember... Let me see. Before, so I remember. Uh, so leading up, riding around, mom had oxygen. Mm-hmm. Uh, we would have to pull over a few times, and she got sick uh, mm-hmm. from coughing a lot. Mm-hmm. And then she had to, you know, vomit. They did a pull over, or whoever we were with, mm-hmm. um, pull over. I remember. Uh, I do remember. I uh, remember the session that we had with uh, the um, therapist. Yep, I remember mm-hmm. that. The one um, with the family? Because I don't remember us having one, just us, but I do remember the family. Mm-hmm. And then I remember. Um, that's about it for like that, and then leading up until when she was in the hospital. But, mm-hmm. but like backtrack though, I remember um like when we was in grammar school and mm-hmm. how Mama was a volunteer at the school, so she would go mm-hmm. on right. trips and stuff with us. Right, and then um. Even when we had like family gatherings and stuff, she was like the life of the party. I think I I kind of inherited that. I'm sorry. You did because I don't have it in. Maybe I have it now in my forties, but in my twenties yeah. and thirties, yeah. I was dead all the way. Yeah. Introvert. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Sit in the truck. Yeah. Yeah. Don't be quiet. <laughs> but how do you think the death impacted you overall? Um, I know, like, um, there's a lot of things that probably, um, well, not probably, but it is a lot of things that, uh, happened throughout my life, um, as far as, like, relationship-wise, mm-hmm. um, seeking love, basically, mm-hmm. uh, attention, mm-hmm. and really didn't know how to receive it or um, give it mm-hmm. because I feel that that part was taken mm-hmm. by all that time. Mm-hmm. I mean, even though daddy was there, but he wasn't there. Mm-hmm. That's what I said. It was like your time stopped in that moment. Like, I just felt like 10 forever. Yeah. Because I still had that 10-year-old mind frame because it was never I don't know. I think we would have benefited from more counseling. Mm-hmm. just to help us deal with like personal issues or just the growth growing up as a female as a mother mm-hmm. and like I shared before just having like a child at a young age and I winged it with Miranda like mm-hmm. I didn't know what I was doing and I didn't have that guidance like you know it should have been or it could have been Right, and even though you try to sometimes um, 
you might even try to mimic other people mm-hmm. that you feel um, could be role models, but it's still not the same. Because mm-hmm. you still seek out for that, that the nurturing part, the motherly mm-hmm. part. So do you think it impacted your life decisions? Like we both were um, late graduates, I would say. <laughs> Adult learners. <laughs> right. Well, you know, I think so. I mean, I think about like, um, I really think like if we were in different situations, even though uh, mama passed, Mm-hmm. it might have been a little different. You saying if she was still here? No, I'm saying even after that, if we were, because I think personally, like if I was, say if we were staying with, you know, Auntie Ann or mm-hmm. something like that, you know, we might have been on a different path yeah, because I, I found myself. Daddy at, was you know, put in a situation that he really, I mean, you never prepare for death. But for a man to raise two girls, mm-hmm. that's a difficult situation, especially if you're not equipped to handle it. Like, it was kind of thrown at them. It's different when you, you prepare yourself for it. Like, if, if it wasn't so quick where she could have prepared him for True. what she wanted or what she could have given him to uh, rear us a little bit better. Like, we didn't have a bad life. Like, daddy provided but I just don't think but it, 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 it was all the other stuff. Right? He did right. what he knew. And right. what he knew was provide. That's how he grew up. That's right. their generation were providing. I was about to say, but that's how he did even exactly. when mama was here. Exactly. It's like, you know, because, I mean, when you think about it, he never really was the one to do the discipline part. True. You know what I'm saying? True. It would be like, and then it would always be, you know, ask your mama type. True. True. He was like that after he got married again. He still was I just think he, but you have to think about how his uprearing was, how grandma and raised him. Granddaddy was the provider, but grandma right. was the disciplinarian. Right. And then it was a right. bunch of them. So, you know, even though daddy went to school and stuff, he still came back home to provide. And mm-hmm. yeah, for him losing his wife, and we don't know what emotional or mental stuff he went through in between that time to be able to cope and still survive in that moment because I'm sure like losing a spouse is as hard as us losing a mom especially when you got kids so I'm like he was a good dad but he just did what he knew like loving to death he just did what he knew but back then that's all the man did really was provide they really didn't have a Role in the house that connection, knowing everything, right. yeah, right. But um, so we'll keep going. So fast forward, um, how have you learned to cope with the death? As of now, from I thirteen think it's... to your old age of now, right? Why well, I gotta be old age? <laughs> I almost said something, but I know people be listening to this. Girl. <laughs> praise our God. 
But <laughs> um, well, actually, like now, I kind of help other ladies kind of get through it because I know, you know, I have a few, few friends who lost their mom, and even though um, we know you in the same situation, but it's a different situation mm-hmm. because you know we were young or like. My friends, they had their mom till they, you know, in their 30s or mm-hmm. 40s or whatever. But um, I think, like, now it's kind of giving me a voice because I know I probably wouldn't have been able to talk about uh, the experience or anything like that as freely as I can now. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't have been able to do that, like, some years ago. Because so I issued that you what what happened that now you're able to express it without having those same feelings as if you were 13. Really, truthfully, prayer. Mm-hmm. Truthfully, I mean, I was always just keep on really having the same prayer that God, you know just because my mom's not here help me help me that would be my prayer just help me mm-hmm. I mean and even though things happen throughout my life right he still you know had me in a in a he he still had me basically right that's what I had um like in my 30s in my later 30s I started to realize that I started using that story as the why I couldn't do anything. Like mm-hmm. it was just impacting me so hard. Well, I'm like, dang, I don't even, it's like, I wasn't even trying because I just felt like that moment just always shed light on like every decision. But it wasn't until I got to that point where I accepted it. I'm like you, you, you really using this, <laughs> right? And it's like 25 years later, even though I never said nothing, but I know my lack of drive and my lack of—I just don't have that outgoing personality the way it goes. But the lack of wanting to push myself—I mm-hmm. was leaning on that so hard that I'm like, dang, it's time for you to wake up. <laughs> and you know, I—I I look at um some other people that I know uh, who lost their mom like years, years ago and they like older than me mm-hmm. and they still kind of can't talk about it mm-hmm. and I sit and wonder like one side is like you know why are they still but then I think about me and it's a it's a process and oh, everybody yeah. don't have the same uh, time span, right? You know, but that's one some reason people, I started... and you really have some people who never, uh, true, who's I'm never, right. <laughs> oh no, it's like, yeah. and in my head, I'm like, I, I wouldn't say it verbally, but I'm like, okay, if my mom passed when I was 12, uh, your mom passed when you was 50, you know what I'm saying? Right, it's like, right, but I mean. And then, too, it's like, I guess, too, what type of 
um, connection or um, attachment right. that a person like, held with their mom. If it was a relationship, then it wouldn't, they wouldn't want to talk about it anyway. But right, right. It, it's both, it's like both, both sides. Right. Even but if it's a toxic one, or even if it's not. That's one reason I wanted to start this was just to create a conversation and a space of people to talk about it because what I realized was it's crazy how God will connect you to people with the same story and you never know it you know what I'm saying Mm -hmm. like I have Mm -hmm. a few friends who all lost their parents their mom specifically before Mm -hmm. the ages of 17 or 16 and some of them still don't have the courage to talk about it and some do Mm-hmm. because it brings up those you mm-hmm. know those, like we have cousins who lost mom and mm-hmm. it's crazy because we've never talked about it as a family and how it's impacted our lives and if you look at all of us who have you could tell it's like a a connection mm-hmm. an unspoken connection that we've mm-hmm. all through some stuff and made decisions that some of them were not good decisions and they stem from that lack of direction from a mother. Right. So that's why I'm hoping, at least with this, people will be able to at least pr- express themselves because mm-hmm. in the end, we are like all connected. And it, like you said, it takes a while to be able to discuss it, discuss it. And I still have moments of crying. Mm-hmm. Like, Especially Mother's like Day. Like I was just at a funeral or something. <laughs> Especially Mother's Day. They play that mama. I'll be like, oh. Yeah. No, it's on. that Shirley Caesar song. Oh, yeah. I remember yeah. mama. I remember to listen to that. In a happy way. Really? Uh-uh. So if um, someone came to you, what type of advice would you have for them dealing with um, the pain of a loss? Uh, it's okay to take your time don't let nobody uh, give you a time limit or uh, anything of that sort to say you know don't you think it's time to get over it or it's an individual thing and whatever Mm -hmm. a person has to you know do to get themselves closer, closer. Which I can't I'm not even gonna say closer and closer to like getting over it because we'll never get over it, mm-hmm. but to function. Mm-hmm. That's the, yep. Yep. Cause, in the beginning it's, it's you, fake. You fake yeah, the fuck. And and some people let it consume their life so heavy. Mm-hmm. And it's like that, you that you story. here, but you're not here. You had everything going around you, but you just here, right? Right. You living in you're stuck in that moment. Right. But that's why I think therapy is good. While you know some people look down on it and think I don't want to say anyone my business, but therapy, which I've experienced, allowed me to get a lot off of my chest mm-hmm. that I probably couldn't say to other people or you know it's that relationship with someone who don't know you and can't really judge you because they don't know you right. so it's just expressing yourself but I really do wish we would have had it between the age of 
10 and 20 at least. Yep. Because I think it would have my mind wouldn't have been But I think with us we had I mean between that and then there was other things going on so you you had it was a lot going on. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I mean we had a good support system but it's just it was still a lot going on. Yeah and yeah. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, right. Just say that. It was a lot going on. And it's yeah. like your mind was okay, I'm trying to agree, but then I got this. Yeah. It's like you every like everywhere. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's so like then and that when you think about it, even with that, that kind of have a person uh go into a different direction of thinking and living. Cause then that'd be like you know you you start this is what you start looking for, and so mm-hmm. then when you with the start hanging with this group of people, so then you try this this, and that's how you know the catastrophe mm-hmm. come in, mm-hmm. and you made a you know. But that's but yeah, role, I mean yeah, you know, the role of a mother, us being mothers, and how I know how. I try to keep my kids close and informed mm-hmm. and not sugarcoat anything. And I think that's from us not having, I mean, we had June for that stepmother part, but she could only do so much because we still wanted that Gwen there. Mm-hmm. Despite anything, it was like, I just think no matter what could have been done, if she wasn't there, it's just that yearning was still there mm-hmm. to this day. Like, just yeah. for an important moment. Because sometimes you still sit and think, like, I wonder, you know, mm-hmm. what she would have said, what she would have mm-hmm. liked, how she would have liked my kids, and my kids mm-hmm. would have responded to her. What would they have called her? How she would have caressed them, like little stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like, I told uh, Courtney on her podcast, the only thing I really miss most. Are the I love you, the intimate moments, the seeing her grow old, that stuff. I don't miss like bad stuff, you know. I know. I miss all of that. I miss uh, her cakes. I miss macaroni and cheese. I miss uh, getting my dresses made. I miss, uh, but you know, I've inherited a lot of her. Yeah. But see, you're a sitting image of her. I said you I look like and uh like my shoe addiction. And I said, you know what? Uh this was Gwen, because I remember oh, you I had the same up. shoe in all the colors. Come on now. Mm-hmm. So I'm and then I look now. at like I yeah do that too. Like shoes is ridiculous. Yeah, I George is like that too. Oh yes, oh yes. So mm-hmm. and then you know we ain't gonna talk about my other trace I inherited. Crazy <laughs> life of the party. No brain. You got <sighs> but you gotta okay. have a balance. But it's all right. You're crazy. <laughs> well, you love church. I'll give that to you. That's kind of I so do. Yeah, I that like, was mine. I love church. You did. You did. 
You mama, anytime somebody cry because they <laughs> say they can't go to church. That's right. You love You the don't Lord. love God? What's wrong with you? <laughs> Somehow. <laughs> I love God. You don't love God? What's wrong with you? So this is the last question I got to keep you focused. <laughs> Um, so if you knew, uh, if you knew I was gonna die, what would your last words to her be? I love you. I love you. I want you to know that I truly love you and thank you for all that you did, even though it was a short amount of time, but you did a lot for me and the family. For my 12 years. Yeah. So on that note, I'd like to thank my crazy sister for sharing. I want you to stop saying crazy. Let's rephrase that. Put some respect on it. Um, (laughs) (laughs) And on that note, I would like to thank everyone for listening to Gwen's Girl. Until next Uh, time. Gwen Girls with an S. Put some respect. Until next time, (laughs) live in the moment. As you can see, both me and my sister have found ways to cope with the death of our mom. One thing that we've always held on to is our bond and not letting anything or anyone destroy it. This bond that we have was created by our mom and we, I guess, made a truth that despite anything that may go on, we will never ever let that come between what we share because we are all we, we're all that we have. So I encourage anyone who has lost their mom or a dad to strengthen that bond with siblings and to have that conversation. You never know, they may be feeling the same way you do. Keep in mind the loss is a part of life. Memories are created by being and doing something impactful. Allow those memories to carry you through your bad days and shine on your good days. And above all things, keep on living.